Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. This is Jerry. This is a podcast about board games and the various other items that we choose to talk about. With me is my co-host, Gobby. Hey. Hey. Uh, so, please like us on Instagram if you want to. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and give us all those uh, all of those uh, all thumbs ups or on the, the iTunes. That's Downloads, nice. We like stars, that. It's very reviews, helpful. Emails. I like emails. Texts. I'm big on emails. Instagram likes. Uh, DMs. Slide into her DMs. Dudley Tang. Twitter. He was emailing us. Who? Dudley Tang. He's the guy that was on the... Uh, he didn't email us. It's Did on he Instagram. do right? He was the... Inst- <laughs> Get that. Dudley do you right. You do that? Huh? Is that got, old? That's that an old reference? Old. You, really? You have referenced yourself. <laughs> I, have. I, I hate... I have referenced myself? I hate... Did you hear about Gabby? When they make... Uh, movies and they remake them remember like when uh was it eddie murphy that redid dr doolittle mm-hmm. that's yeah. terrible well wait a minute dudley do writes the canadian guy he's like a mountie he's a mountie he kind of mm-hmm. looks like rodney smith with the hat right he goes around doing things that are right he does them right why is he does them correct canadium canadium yes canadium's the middle that's mine in canada canadium. canadians like a, an obtainium yes from pandora yes <laughs> why is canadians and canadiums Synonymous with what doing do they right. Use? They use uh, uh, dollar bills, <laughs> coins made from canadium. Well, that's how they power that's Cana- they, Canada. That's how they it's get through their, canadium. That's how they get their power that grid maple going. Syrup. <laughs> I've never been to Canada. They use canadium and maple syrup, and that's how they get their energy and monetary units. <laughs> I want to go to Canada. It seems like a very nice place. I've been to ever- the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, and I've been to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Is that a city? Yes. I think it's Toronto. Yes, I've been to Toronto. When I was, uh, uh, well, I'll strike that. I was at Toronto and the Canadian side of Niagara Falls when I was 12 years old. And my voice was very squeaky. Very high pitched. Very high pitched. Not like it is now. Well, Dudley Tang, he messaged us on Instagram asking if we had played Black Angel. And, uh, we have not played Black Angel. I've watched a Dark Angel starring Jessica Alba back in her heyday. Did I, you watch that? I have not. You've never seen Dark Angel? When you said that, I paused for a moment. I didn't know. Was that the <clears throat> 90s television? Oh, yeah. Okay, then I didn't watch it. She like was kind of like super strong. She had kind of had some powers. The only thing. I don't, wait, wait, I don't remember what channel it was on. The only but thing. It I, was like one of the first of, you know, back in the days of like. They got superpower TV shows. The only thing I ever watched on Fox was The Simpsons, and I am so old that I re- I remember wow. I remember when I The Simpsons allowed. used to be funny. Like they're not relevant anymore. I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. Why? Because you might eat your shorts. I might eat my shorts and say, "Don't eat a cow" to my mom. That was such a goofy outrage for a show. No. Oh. oh, if you were a superhero, I don't like the whole everybody being super strong. What would be your superpower? Uh, really? Is that your question to yep. me? Knock it out of the park. Well, I take a sip of my monkey shoulders. What a generic question. What would be your superpower? Yeah. Well, what would it be, Mister Generic? Um. Well, mine. I thought deeply about this. Okay, go. Would be time control. 
What? <laughs> I so would... you're just really good at not procrastinating? <laughs> I am very Time scheduled. Control. Like I you're am, just, I have schedules. I have schedules oh, upon schedules. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. You mean like. I have a, a daily planner? You're looking at your Back to the Future poster as you're saying that. You mean like you could go back and forth in time? Yes. No. I could. <laughs> you can't ask me what superpower right. do, do I that. want and then say no okay. when I declare time Even control. it violates physics. I, Go ahead. That's, and flying doesn't. No. Turning invisible doesn't. No. Super strength doesn't. No. Telekinesis doesn't. No. We can telekinesis. <laughs> I can telekinesis whatever I want. What about telekinephew? Mm, that was not funny, but it was sort of. So you want to be able to go back and forth into time? Yes, like the Prince of Persia. You get that reference? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I expected a little bit more from you. Well, no, okay. I didn't really like Whatever. the show. I don't. But so you think that? So like, wait, no, wait, like if you wait. drop something, you could be like, "Ha, oh, rewind." Exactly. Okay, that's or all. Stop you, things. Stop things. If something, if I'm fixing to get shot, I'll be like, "Stop." <laughs> And I will walk around the bullet, pluck the bullet no, no, out no. of the air. That freezes time. So you want to be able to freeze time. That Would that not be time control? Being able to stop, fast forward, or rewind time. Well, that would be my power. I am able to dwell within the elements of time. Okay. <laughs> what don't you get? Uh, well, and that's when I came up with the idea of the flux capacitor. From a moral standpoint, wouldn't that make you responsible for everything? Because, like, if you knew it was going to happen and you didn't wind it back, and you take did that, nothing Take that, it. rewind it back, drop down, flip it, and reverse, reverse it. it. That would be your, your thing. I thought about this because time <laughs> control alleviates every possible scenario. It does? Superman can fly. Yeah. So you what, can just what make, freeze what, him what, in time. Hold on. What makes that great? You can get from one place to another quickly. Yes. Right? So, as opposed to needing to get there quickly, I just say, stop. And I go from America to the other side of the world and but, say, okay, engage. But you do know. And time continues from no, that point but, on. But, and I have beaten Superman to that spot. Uh, I want to I wanna just. Throw Although this. Superman can apparently reverse the rotation yeah. of the earth. And that will. Because super. Uh, don't get me started on the in. But uh, let, me get, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. Say you flip the switch. You this can is not, a board game show. You, yeah, like we'll a, get there eventually. You can, but first, you have to endure our banter segment. Ten minutes of banter. Uh, no, so you, you no. can control time. I'm. I am. And so like the fa- comment. I'm Father John. Uh, so you stop time right now. Like no. like so like like there's Tick a talk. So well, I'm Father John. You stop time. Do you realize like? How would you get to where you're going? Because you can't ride an event. It doesn't matter. I can walk there. You, <laughs> I can walk to that. That's how they're going to walk to China. Sure, why not? How? With legs. You can't walk over the water. Uh, there's the. Have you heard of the uh, Arctic? It, I'll go up there. You. There is no. No. I literally just cross over the north. You. Uh, there's just a lot about this that I'm not liking. What? It's just, it's just, just very cliche. It doesn't freeze everything in amber. I'm simply stopping time. As far as you're concerned, as far oh. as I'm concerned, I'm good. So, do you? Age? I can hop in a do car. Do you age when time is going on and not going no. on? So no. Just okay. So you haven't watched the Flash much. I don't. I heard it's terrible, and I don't watch TV. 
I'm talking about the comic book in general. I just know he runs or really TV, fast. Whatever. Stupid. There's a time force. Ah. So if I have the time force, you do. Then whatever I engage, like he can engage time force, and basically he stops everyone else, and he's like he's like doing whatever, and everybody else is paused. Mm-hmm. But if I lay my hand on you, I can vibrate to a point. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like some sort of it's like some sort of creepy masseuse that yes. comes along vibrating. I will people. massage you into my own time. <laughs> and then oh. you too will be in my time. No. And so then no. so whatever car I get in, I will vibrate to the frequency of that car. Then I can drive to China. Got this Corolla. And beat Superman. We're gonna get this thing vibrating and get it. No. That's gonna be a pimped out Corolla. I like my Corollas. Um, so we played a game here. Recently. Are you hard merging? No, I'm not hard. You're just merging. going. No, I just paused time there for a minute. And I'm just <laughs> we played a game the other day that to me is wonderfully flawed. And there's not many games that come out that really catch my attention. This one. And act, uh, first off, let me throw this out here. We don't get review copies of games very rarely. You keep asking for them. I ask for them because you know what? I have no shame. We get a f- every now and then we get somebody that's like, sure, because they don't know who we are. Yeah, they like they think we're somebody because I really sell us. I write really good emails. Plaid Hat, who we don't like. They're any of their games. How dare you? Sent us a game. Gen 7 was atrocious. Plaid Hat, who's owned by Asmodee. Dead of Winter, we did not care for. Asmodee's like the biggest board game people ever. Big game. Big they- gaming. They big board gaming. Big gaming sent us a game. Have we sold out? And they don't know it. Have we sold out? We said we would. We're thinking we might. <laughs> Give it to us. They sent us a game, and I don't know if it was a jab at us, but it was called Abomination. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about Abomination. Abomination. Suffocation. No breathing. I like Papa Roach. He used no to do He just would narrate things <laughs> in such a deep voice. Why don't you do the Heimlich then? Um, they don't call it the Heimlich anymore. The guy who it was named after. Now you have to call it something else. Can you self Heimlich? Yes, you can with a chair. How do you do it? I uh, need to know. Okay, so you if, know what? As a as a truck driver, I'm very fearful of choking on my lunch. Okay, because I'm a lone person. If you're if you're choking, okay, and the best thing would be is to throw yourself onto an object, okay, onto an you know that would strike your abdominal area. That would My stomach? You, yes, your stomach. Okay. So, like, if you're home alone, you know, you're watching Sex in the City. Macaulay Culkin? And, uh, oh, wait. Yeah. And just, sex in the City. Yeah, that's what people who are, like, they... What a weird thing to go to when you're home alone. Well, that's I, I just assume that's what people do. Not, no, not me. What do you watch when you're home alone? The Flash. Okay. When you're home alone and you're watching The Flash, and you've been choking on your... What are you okay. eating? Like Malabars? Eating what are you cheating? No, what chips you, and salsa. Chips and salsa. You're choking on chips and salsa. That chip went down the wrong way. You just go into your kitchen. There's a chair, and you just jump onto the back of the chair. Just catch yourself. Jump onto right the there. back of the chair. Catch yourself right there, and you will heim like yourself. So, like, I leap onto the chair, yes. like the back of the chair, with my stomach. With your stomach. That's the best, probably. I don't see that working. I see the chair it collapsing under my well, weight. No, you could do it. You'd make it because when you hit the ground, then you'd I be all right. Flat. But just don't catch your xiphoid process. Your breastbone. The bottom mm-hmm. part of that, because then that could. What's that connected to? Uh, it's not connected to anything. Well, it's connected to a lot, but it will push into your liver. Mm. I need uh, my liver. It's already at thirty <laughs> percent. 
Well, then it would. It's operating on a very. It, it would be then it would be to zero percent. But yeah, you can self Heimlich. You can self Heimlich. Okay. Uh, so with Abomination. Abomination. Is a game about Frankenstein. The heir of Frankenstein. Not the heir for which he breathes. I find it interesting that in the American language, we have decided that H-E-I-R is air. The same as A-I-R, like the air we breathe, and not hair, which is H-A-I-R. How in the world do we learn the difference? That's the Anglo-Saxon thing. and the and Thank the you, Normans. William. Yeah. Bill. Bill. Bill the Conqueror. Edward and all them guys messing us up. Mm, Our language in English is really messed it's up. It's crazy. Here's something that, uh, that often irritates me. It's not your forte. It's your fort. If you're good at something, it's your fort. Forte is a musical It's note. not your forte. It's a secondary pronunciation. Where does forte come from? It's a musical Does note. it exist? It's a musical note. A forte is a musical note? I believe so. It's your forte. I did not know that. Our forte at this podcast is not describing board games, but I will try. No. Abomination by Plat Hat Cheering. Games by this is where I tune out. Dan Blanchett. Dan Blanchett. I think he's a friend. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Dan Blanchett. Uh, he's a first-time designer, I think. I have not seen any of his games before, but apparently, and I've emailed him back and forth, he has the same interest in Frankenstein that I do. Now, I, I was listening I, I, I was listening to oh, Frankenstein on Audible. I love Frankenstein. It was very good. I, I can't remember. It was very depressing. It is depressing. I think I got through maybe the first, well, I got to, not spoiler alert, now that you've read the book, I remember we discussed this on a previous podcast. Right. I've talked about Frankenstein. And now that we've uh, now that you've read the book all the way through, I got to the point where uh, his brother had been killed. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Was it his brother? I can't remember. His, Somebody his, got his best killed. Friend, his best friend, and like uh, a f- close family friend, yeah. or somebody had gotten Pretty accused much of it. Everybody gets killed. <laughs> so, and, and it's like, but he thinks it's the monster, and it is the monster. The monster did it. Yes, the monster did. It, it. wasn't the butler. No, it was the monster. The monster did But the it. monster doesn't have a name in this. This is what I find fascinating. As I read, as we were playing this game, Abomination. Abomination. It's got like these very elegant, philosophical, fluent quotes. Yes, it's quotes from the book. And Jerry says they're often made by the monster. Yes, the monster was very <laughs> verbose. If you watch normal movie or TV shows, and Frankenstein's like, monster goes... Uh, not loquacious uh, but here the monster's like i say oh boy <laughs> well the mo- what you're doing so, oh, i okay. require I, a bride you've kicked you me. shall make it for me <laughs> you're killing me that's you're it killing me you're killing me that's what he says so in frankenstein or the modern prometheus the book wait what that's what it was called it was the modern prometheus i believe so I have been drinking so monkey shoulders. Xenomorphs? No, before before Rip before Ripley Scott. Ripley before Sc- Daisy Ridley? Yes. Uh <laughs> before Alien. That was the name of the book, I believe. Before Ray? So with with Frankenstein, the actual Oh man, you There's a lot. There's you a split lot. me up here. Do I, I want to talk about the book or do I want to talk about the game? I'm gonna talk about the game. I'm gonna talk no, about wait, the game. Wait, wait, no, no. First, talk about the book. Okay. Because I think 
knowing the book will help the game. Yes. So this 18-year-old girl wrote one of the first and best science fiction novels of all time. Uh, they're not even really sure of her age. Yeah, it's like 18, 19 years 18, old. 18, 19. She but she was very young. Very, very young. Mary Shelley. And yeah, Mary Shelley had, Come had, on, Shelley. had a very hard life. Shelley, and she wrote Shelley, this Shelley. book at a time where galvanism was something that was going on. And galvanism. That's it, where you make galvanized metal. Uh, you're close. Luigi okay. Galvan, Galvanini. Luigi of Mario's brother. Yes. Galvanini, something like that. Galvanini. He invented galvanized iron. Well, and I'll be Dan. <laughs> uh, he also hooked up frogs to electrical currents. <laughs> so, because I, uh, so hang on, Hank, stay with me. Stay with me. This is, I'm trying. This kind of hard. So, because, you know, frogs would twitch when they would be next to certain metals. He, he hypothesized that the muscles created electricity or something of that nature. I can't remember. But basically, what happened is for a little bit, a lot of the scientific and medical community went about doing some, uh, you know, some pseudoscience where they would hook up frogs and dead bodies uh, to electricity and they would shake and move about. And, of course, they would think, oh, this is bringing about life. And so that's really what he created. That's really what was going on. And galvanism was sort of what was addressed, I believe, in Frankenstein, that this is how the monster came to be living. It's not really brought about in the uh, in the book. But essentially, not to spoil anything, but Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, which is Frankenstein's not the monster. Frankenstein creates this monster and then rejects it. It scares him. He didn't really understand what he was doing, so he didn't want to take responsibility for this monster. The monster then, middle of the novel, goes off and starts observing humans and seeing what's going on and really becomes a stress that everybody's rejecting him. And so after being rejected by this these people in this village that he had been watching and helping he becomes distressed and he wants victor frankenstein to make him an a a bride an heir somebody else somebody that would love him and of course victor says he's not going to do it and so the monster goes around killing all of victor's family and friends and that's really where the book kind of picks up is this whole i won't get into a philosophical discussion about it but basically you're far away from mike lean closer Thank you for that. Thank you. I like that. That's what you added into this conversation. <laughs> You're further away from the mic. Um, anyways, I love Frankenstein. I really like the book. It was ahead of its time. And there really hasn't been that great of an adaptation, a popular adaptation of it. With that being said, when I saw this game, my first thought was, why in the world would anybody make a game with this theme? And also, would they do it correctly? <laughs> Oh, I don't need any more. Uh, what? You good? I'm good. Thank okay. you. Monkey Shoulders is our favorite cheap whiskey, <laughs> by the way. Scotch. This is a scotch. It's a scotch. It's a scotch. A blended. Which is scotch. Did you just lick the lid? No. Okay. I was trying to wipe it off. Okay. Uh, it's a blended malt scotch whiskey. It's not very it is, smooth. No, it's not very smooth. It lets you know you're drinking. I bought it for like $30. I feel fire. I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> but an abomination. Abomination. You are picking okay, up. Okay, so where are we getting this from? Abomination. Okay, because the monster has Because no I want to say whatever rhymes with that, like constipation, frustration. The monster doesn't have a constipation name. Constipation does lead to frustration. The monster doesn't have a name. Okay. 
So you just ref- is it called the abomination? No, it's, it's not. It's, it's just, just it's called just, the monster it's in the book. It's just the creature. It's just the creature. Okay. Go ahead with whatever you're going to say, and then I will add to it with flair. In abomination, you are the heir of Frankenstein. You have not the hair. The hair. The hair. Does he have hair? I would assume so. (laughs) I wish I had hair. (laughs) (laughs) You have been captured by Frankenstein's monster, and you are being forced to make it a Frankenstein spouse. Often depicted as the monster. It's not. He's the doctor. He's the doctor. Creates the monster. We discussed this previously, but I did not know that. Yes, and I I could tell by your blank look when I said that (laughs) earlier. Um, so you're trying to basically create the monster, or are you? What? You can also stifle everybody else's progress. I love and, stifling. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and making the monster and do other things that kind of speed the game along, but also uh, kind of helps you determine that you're the good guy. Like you, you do things that are beneficial uh, to the world, I guess. In Abomination, you have three tracks on your player board. You have your humanity, you have your reputation, and you have your expertise, much like in life. Right. Your humanity, if you go out and do things that are against humanity, it goes down, and that, of course, can cost you victory points at the end of the game. Your reputation, as it gets higher or lower, you get, you get more workers to utilize because this is a worker placement. Place, placement. Placement. Thank, placement. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. What do you think about the 25th Bond? Uh, I hope it's good. Uh, I hope it's not another Quantum of Solace or whatever that last one was. Spectre. I didn't like Spectre. Spectre. Uh, really, I think that Skyfall was probably his best like next to peak. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Is, well, like it's a joke, but they're like every other Bond is good. It is. It's just how. It, well, that's what happened with uh, Pierce Bronson. Goldeneye was a hit. Tomorrow Never Dies was terrible. Uh, Die Another Day was great. I think it was to die another day. Uh, yeah, and then the next one was that was, the one with Madonna. No, no, the next one was with uh, uh, you're talking about uh, Halle Berry. Oh yeah, that oh, was all. Yeah. That was terrible, terrible, terrible. terrible Who do you think say. should be Bond next? Um, okay, Idris Elba. It, it Idris Elba is the name you're looking for. I would love to see Idris. He's basically Bond, and everything. What's the he guy does. that's Thor's brother? You made me watch that Marvel thing. Loki? That guy. Hiddleston. Hip- Tom Hiddleston? Sh- he should be Bond. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, people want something different other than a British white guy. No. Well, that's why I said Idris Elba. Idris Elba would be freaking awesome. I, I would watch that and be I, satisfied. You put Idris Elba in anything, in anything, and I'm watching it. I cannot tell you the restraint that kept me Luther, from, I'm in. from watching that Fast and the Furious 15. Oh, just because Hobbs and Idris, Shaw. Just, yeah, Hobbs and just Shaw. because Idris Elba was in it. He was the probably the best part of that show. I went and watched uh, that rom. That's not a rom com. It's that romantic show in the mountain between us. Just simply because it had Idris Elba, and I was not disappointed. That was like the only romantic show I've ever watched in the theaters. What? Yeah, I don't watch rom coms or even your, do you, do you and your wife go on date hashtag date nights not really we used to every once in a while what happened you say you used to well it makes me think you used to go we realized that we're both introverts and that we would rather just spend time at home reading and alone talking about things what do you like to read uh she's into novels big time like she will read biographies like right now i think she's finishing up a book uh the biography of sally fields 
Sally Field's an extra, excellent <clears throat> actress. I think I know that. I think her best work was in Lincoln. Cannibal Run. Lincoln. Oh. <laughs> with my man Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. He should be Bond. Daniel oh, Day Lewis should wow. be Bond. That would blow He's us all a away. Too old. No, I don't care. He could be the old awesome. Bond. You just know he could do he it. He would get so into character, he would have to join the government. He could do it. Daniel Day Lewis could do it. But that will never happen. He's retired. But Equally as awesome, Idris Elba. Oh. All right. Here's my l- rankings. Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, or Hiddleston, or Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict? Yes. <laughs> I never can't pronounce his name. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch will probably be last because he's along the lines of Pierce Brosnan's to me. Best Benedict Cumberbatch movie. No, wait. Hold on. It would be... You You listed them in the ranking I would give them. Okay. Go ahead. It would be Idris. 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 Idris carries himself... He's tough. I like the way he walks. It's awesome. I notice the way people walk. Do you ever notice the way Denzel walks? He yes. has the coolest yes. walk. Yes, Denzel has the coolest he walk. He walks ever. with, like, like, I wish I could walk like walk, that. Do it. I walk with walk shame walk. and embarrassment. <laughs> you do. Every time I see you, I think there goes a man I who's have mildly zero depressed. confidence in myself. Confidence. It's sad. Maybe you should walk with your eyes upward. Just look straight <laughs> no. up. No, I'm always looking down and hoping you're not looking at me as I walk. You're not Idris Elba. I, I wish I was, but I'm not. My favorite what? Benedict Cumberbatch movie? Yes. I don't know many of them. Imitation I know, Games. I've never is seen the correct it. Correct answer. Never seen it. Okay, go ahead. That's enough. That's the guy who invented who invented computers. I know. I know. Alan I saw the trailers for uh, the movie. You should watch it. I don't I love like show. true stories. Do you like? I live. Do you like True Lies? I, <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I got you there. I'm so witty. Give me Tom Arnold and Tom Arnold. <laughs> Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Uh, I don't like true story movies. Perfect Storm. I took my father-in-law that was to a boring twenty years boring. ago, <laughs> and he was insistent on talking out loud to me, and he tried to open up these caramel popcorns we t- snuck into the movie, but they were really loud. Like he was sitting there, he's like, he's trying to open up. I'm like, Bobby, come on, open it, hurry up. And he just kept crinkling it, crinkling. It. I was like, oh, you stop. feel like you're about to die. And then he keeps whispering to me, is like, oh, I don't, I don't think I took place that way. I don't think I took place that way at all. That George Clooney's a handsome man. <laughs> how, how do they know that what happened? I'm like, they don't. This is a based on true events. That's all they need to know. But. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, my favorite movie of his that I have seen because I have not seen any of his would have to be Avengers Endgame. That's it. I don't know him anything Wait, other than what he was in Avengers. He is Doctor Strange. Did you not know that? No, he's Doctor Strange. Now he's uh, in Avengers. Now know that he is Doctor Strange. So he's like. Has control over the dimensions. Oh, he's the dude. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's the. Uh, I didn't realize he was an Avenger. He's very important he did that in the thing. comic books. Yes. Okay. But okay. in the comic books and the movies, his, I could see him being a next Tony Stark because he has the a Stony Stark. Stony Stark. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like, I could see him taking control of that role. Wow. But they're trying to make it Spider Man. Not Superman, Spider-Man. Which Sony has uh, been watching mm, that for Sony you. took away. They brought, they brought it back. They brought it back. They brought it back. Um, 
can I can I can I uh, get us back We're on topic? Hard merge this back into. I really want to talk about abomination. All right, go ahead. We we need to get down to it because abomination to me because I really enjoy this game despite its many flaws. So let's talk about that. This version of the game. Why is it that some games we can overlook the flaws, but in certain games we acknowledge the flaws, but we still like the game despite it? Uh, let's, and there's some games we hate so much we quit before we even finish. Yeah, so let's go back to Tapestry just briefly. There, Tapestry is a fluid game, but it has so much stuff and things that don't actually meld well. This is my theory that it really irritates us with Abomination. Abomination. It, it is a worker placement. It is a very solid worker placement. Yes. That is the main mechanism. Good on you, Mr. Blanchett, for making a very tight worker placement. Tight. Now, as you play the game... I'm just going to be a hype man. I'm just going to, like, reiterate things you say. Go. You're kind of like... Uh, what's, his, what's his name? The guy that says... Lil John? Yeah! I, I like what? that. I like that I was thinking Lil John. I just snap my fingers and you go, what's that guy? You know that. Okay! This is, when, <laughs> this is when you know we've been doing this for too long. <laughs> What? Go ahead. And uh, I will reiterate you. In Abomination, the worker placement is so tight. And what, yeah. you, what you're trying to do, I'm going to keep a straight face throughout Stop all this. Stop pounding on the thing is all I'm going to ask because I hear it reverberating through my headphones. And you need more snaring? It, it may not come through on this, but I can hear it. So in Abomination, you are literally, and this is very macabre. It's very dark. Macabre. I like that. That just came out of nowhere. That's good. You are collecting parts to build basically the monster a a spouse, somebody to associate with. Esposa. So as you're going along, you're placing your workers out on this board, and you can either go to the cemetery to dig up bones, you go to the morgue. Digging up bones. You're basically piecing together this monster. This, and that's this the game worker. is not PC. Yeah, this yes, is this is a very dark, dark scene for what it is. And so as you're playing the game, you're placing your workers out there, and there's two types of workers. You have your assistants that can go to some places, and then you have your actual scientists, which are more powerful, and they can go teach at the academy, and they get money and, and expertise. And then the second phase of the game is you using the parts that you collected to piece together a monster. And then if you've completed parts of the monster, throwing the switch, so to speak, the electrical switch, and trying to Flip galvanize, trying to shock to life this monster which gives you victory points rinse dry repeat goes on for about 12 rounds now the what's fascinating about this is that the other player can play completely disconnected from the aspect of building the monster they can actually focus on their humanity doing good things hindering the other players helping the captain to mm-hmm. kind of, if you're, spoiler alert. Volunteering. The captain is the guy who's like at the end of the book in Frankenstein. It's like the guy who sees what happened with Cap. Victor and the monster. And now the captain is out to captain Vic. seek revenge on the monster, to kill the monster. He's after him. So you can help the captain, which actually speeds the game along and helps you out because it helps. If you're humanity, if you're trying like to be the good guy, right. you're out there trying to end the game quickly so that other people can't put together the heir of Frankenstein, That's put together right. the TCB. the uh, spouse of the monster. I suppose so. So thematically, this game is 
off the charts. That's very good. Mm. They have a story that each round you draw an event card and you read this story-like part of the tale and you have to, whoever is in first player position usually has to make a decision. Right. And then there's in the back of the rule book, there's an appendix where you read. You Sometimes it gives like you a choice. Like Near and Far. Yes. It's very, it's very similar to Near and Far in that you'll, you'll ask the player, like there was one event that says, okay, does a first player, he can, does he want to do this or does he want to do this? And you pick one and then you read in the back of the rule book what happens. Sometimes it's very beneficial. Sometimes it's not. And I like that. It adds a lot of flavor to the game. The artwork in this game is very invocative of the dark subject matter. And it's like, it it, it really seems like they captured Frankenstein perfectly with not only the artwork, but the gameplay, everything involved. And just to go over briefly what we did in our game, Gabi really took the route of being all about humanity and not doing anything bad and what i mean by bad is is in this game you're basically collecting organs and this is the 1800s london where do you get organs you can basically play the character of jack the ripper yes (laughs) and kill people and collect them from the cemetery dig up graves go to the hospital steal corpses whatever it requires gotta get them parts to get get them parts i need your kidneys i need them parts or you could be like me and be like you know what my sale boy (laughs) i may need a part or two but I'm going to get them in a respectful way. Right. So, like, Gabi went the route. You don't need those at the hospital? Uh, I'll take those off your hands. Yes. Gabi went the route of making his monster piece together through legitimate means and increasing his humanity, his reputation, and his expertise. I, I got all of my... There's three different... There's humanity, reputation. What's the other one? Expertise. expertise. And it's like a, a, a heart. It's your humanity. Ribbons, like your reputation, reputation, and brains is your expertise, and you have to have a certain amount of expertise to even create these parts as Frankenstein, or actually, you're not Frankenstein in the The air scenario. You're the. uh, I ran all of those up to their max. They create bonus points. And if you're the first to get there, much like terraforming Mars, they have these milestones. If you're the first to get the most humanity, you get bonus points if you're the first to get expertise you get bonus points if you're the first to get what's the other one humanity yeah well there's the expertise bo- there's different bonus uh, tiles so it manages reputation. each game each game changes oh okay i didn't know that but i was the first to get all three of those and then i also had the most money at the end which gave me bonus points so i saw jerry jerry was very well ahead of me on creating the monster. He had all these he had the full monster on his board. I almost completed the monster in its entirety before right. the game ended. And I think that's interesting is that the game was very tight even though we went separate routes. Yes. Because Gabi focused on maintaining his humanity, which only thing I did was is I got my expertise up to create the monster, and I went after. If I had to go to the dark alley, you were and clap somebody to get their spleen. Could. I did it. I, I was. I was. You don't have to spleen to me. No. <laughs> I get what you did there. You know, a spleen you don't really need it after you become an adult. Why's that? Because it's used to filter. I believe when you're younger, like. 
toxins out of your blood. But when you get older, like a spleen is, con- it's kind of like your, uh, it's kind of like your uh, appendix. It's a vestigial organ, really? something you don't need. They used to think that you didn't need your appendix at all, but they, I think, here recently they've come to find that it has some uh, benefits in terms of good bacteria in your system mm-hmm. i've got all my organs you have all your organs do you, you? uh yeah i've never lost a spleen or uh, appendix. i haven't either i haven't lost uh, uh, uh give you tonsils no i still got my tonsils i do too so you're whole wisdom teeth i had to have my wisdom teeth removed me too but mine was like i, I here's the deal we're Here, equal here's what happens Here's what happens when you uh, you have an ignorant dentist when and he doesn't really. Think. When you say that, do you say like ignorant? Ignorant. Ignorant dentist. As in, he was both ignorant and inert in that he did not do anything about my wisdom teeth. And so when you're 30 years old and you have to have your wisdom teeth removed because yes. you thought that your wisdom teeth were fine. Right. And then you go to a reputable dentist and they go, you have an abscess and you have teeth going down into your jaw and you have to have this major orthodontic surgery. And then you discover the wonders that are lore to have <laughs> <laughs> and realize that that opens your heart and mind to many things. I love medicine. Yes. And uh, wisdom teeth are terrible. I had my wisdom teeth taken out when I was mm, probably about the same time, probably about 30, 31, 32, somewhere around there. And I I got dry socket though. Oh, so I was getting pain meds for a good long while. They const constipation <laughs> abomination. <laughs> it was not a good time, but like I could see like these medicines make me feel good, but I can't use the bathroom. So it was like a fine line. Finally, my back, the, my wisdom teeth stopped hurting. And I got taken off the uh, Vicodin, whatever they were called. Vicodin? Lord tab. The only three things Same you need. Thing. Hydrocodone. They were hydrocodones, not 7.5s. They were like 10.5s. The only three things you need. Vicodin, wild turkey, <laughs> Kevin Costner. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dances with wolves no. with my wisdom teeth taken out. Yes. Tatanka, game over. <laughs> Abomination in, Abomination. Ter- in terms of its gameplay is solid. In terms of it's very, it's a it's it's strictly <laughs> it's a worker placement. I'm out. You got your dudes. You place your worker. I don't know. Let me pause the podcast. Don't pause it. Don't pause it. Just pour me a little. You place your worker. You do the action. You also have a personal player board. I love the personal player board. It reminds me of a personal pan pizza. <laughs> Just a little, please. I think that Abomination, in terms of theme and mechanics, is awesome. The And so, now that we've talked so much about it, I, in terms of the actual what's good about it, I'd like to focus a little bit on what is wrong we with We focus it. on the pros. Super thematic. Gameplay is ultimately... Easy once you learn the worker placement. Yes. So, but the negatives. All right. Here's the two strong negatives about it. Okay. One, it's a little bit fiddly, but this is Gombi's complaint. Gombi's? In terms of the cubes that you utilize to represent your resources. And when I say resources, I mean. <laughs> you mean flesh. <laughs> Organs, organs, I, I, flesh, I realize, bone, I, I, blood. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop this here and just say that I've realized that sometimes when I'm around people and they start asking about what I do for work, 
there are certain people that will ask me, what's like the worst thing you've ever seen? Well, you don't want to know. And I start telling stories. Truthfully, you don't want to know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've told some stories. And I realize that it generally happens when we're eating. Like when we're out and about and people are talking and someone will say, that sounds like it's such a hard job. Here's a shout out to all of our uh, people in our communities that don't realize that we have a lot in this country, a lot of volunteer firemen. A lot of people live in areas where they don't realize that their volunteer fire department is what protects them, is what shows up at their home. Yeah. And and it's ba- people who aren't getting volunteer. paid. Volunteer. They are volunteer. Like, literally, I'm not getting paid. Uh, I just want to help. Like, literally. There are mi- people with good hearts. Yes, at midnight when the alarm goes off. Wait, wait, wait. Do you volunteer? Yes, I still am volunteer. You don't have a good heart. I don't have so a good heart. So why do you volunteer? Uh, adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I absolutely love Using an axe and chopping down stuff, I love. There is nothing funner. If you let me, let me just so let me just say this right now. It's if, not because he cares. It's I because care. it gives him a rush. I don't care. The funnest thing, the funnest thing I've ever done in terms of just pure enjoyment is being in a burning building or using heavy equipment. Because in my regular job, uh-huh. here's the thing. I got you. Okay. Go ahead. So here, here's 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 Gord Head. Here, this my wife gives me a lot of <laughs> lot of flack about this. If somebody will ask, like, what do you do for a living? I don't say I'm an administrator for some, you know. Right, um, yeah, right. I don't say I'm a nurse because they always say, so you're a male nurse. No, there's no difference. You're just you're not a female nurse or a nurse. You're just a nurse. You're just an RN. I often will say, well, you know, yeah, I did that, but I I will fit in that. I was a paramedic firefighter type thing, just so that I make sure that they understand, like, hey, I'm, I'm manly. <laughs> I, I get to blow stuff up every once in a while. And I think it, it, it's a nice release. Like, I sit in an office all day, and I look at uh, numbers and stuff, and then every once in a while, in the middle of the night, the you alarm get, will go you get off. get that call. And I'll get to go out, and I will get to use the jaws of life to split open your Ford Explorer, and that is cool. That is so fun. Something and to so it. two things. One, support your local volunteer fire department. Two, because they're doing it for nothing. They're doing it for nothing. Literally for nothing. But I appreciate but that. But the adrenaline. <laughs> for Jerry. There is nothing funner. Uh, the glory. <laughs> and oh, God forbid you actually save somebody. No, I, don't have, a, I, don't have, I don't have the time to talk about. There's a Hope Brian Regan skit. Do you know Brian Regan? Uh-uh. He's a comedian. Oh, you don't know I'm Brian sorry. Regan. No, I've He's heard a comedian. the name. I've heard the name. I can't picture him. He has a whole skit about being a hero. Uh, yeah. And he discusses uh, Sully, the yeah, pilot. The guy who landed like, in the Hudson. He's like, and you can't, if you're a hero, if they interview you, you cannot say you're a hero. <laughs> they say, so did you, do you know what you just did? No, I was just doing what any man would you do. Have to say that. Well, you're a hero. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a host kid. It's hilarious. Uh, you cannot ever acknowledge what you just did was heroic. You I, have to act like it was no big deal. You were doing what any other man would do. I think uh, I think I might be the only person in the history to ever do that. That actually say, "Yeah, I'll be right." <laughs> so uh, years ago, years ago, this car went. Here we went, go. Here we go. This car went over. This is what we're going to end the podcast with. Just FYI. Oh, wait a minute. Abomination's good. Get it.
but there might be a shorter <laughs> variant coming okay. out. Oh, wait a minute. We strongly suggest you wait for the strong, shorter variant. This game is... All right, so the two things. Number one, it's very fiddly. Very fiddly, especially no. when it comes to collecting the flesh. <laughs> Gabby didn't like that part. It was too Number much. two, it's very long. It was two to two and a half very hours long. with just two players. Two players. It's going to be very long if you have AP. There is, an, a, there is a variant on BGG the designer's working on. I've emailed him back and forth a little bit about it. Hurry up, Dan. I really think that the game would I be love the game. better if it was shorter. Very thematic. I super, I would, I love this game. Not, I love this game. That's crazy to say. But I did. <laughs> you enjoyed it. I super I could, enjoyed this I game. I could tell that you were like, I, I, anytime we're playing a game, I often gauge like my like of it. Is it am I the one liking the game? Or are we both liking the game? Or is Gobby liking the game? And I could tell Gobby was really feeling this game. And it was just the idea of it being resource management. But at the same time, there was two paths to victory. And the two paths were very delineated. I it saw was, you going a certain way. I purposely went another way. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to make the monster. And you're like, well, I'm not. I'm going to see if I can win this other route. And I remember you telling me when you were explaining the game, I remember you telling me you can play this game without doing any of this. Yes. And, and I, I thought that was fascinating. And it, and there's a little bit of story that's behind it. The choices that you can make. It's very long. I will say that if you're into Frankenstein, if you're into the games that are very, you know, particularly have a dark theme, you know, this kind of the scarier games, whatever. I it wouldn't might play be. it with your ten-year-old children. Oh, because yeah, you have to explain that this purple because cube is a liver. You're collecting these body parts. You're digging them up either from a grave. You're collecting <laughs> them from a morgue, or you're murdering someone. You're not murdering somebody. It just says dark alley. <laughs> You're going to the dark alley. Who doesn't know? You're going to the dark alley to okay, pay somebody. They just, maybe they just pass out and you harvest their no, organs? No, you're going to the dark alley to buy organs from uh, off the black market. Hey, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. What you got in arms today? <laughs> you got in arms I today? really need some quality phalanges. <laughs> um, so you have to collect these body parts. You have a head, torso, arms, and legs. Correct. As you most people collect, do. You have to collect all those. Then in the long game... You have to not only collect all those in their raw state, then you have to wh- flesh, them the out, flesh them out. Flesh, flesh them out. Complete them. I'm sorry. It's so to dark, make this but funny. <laughs> it's a great game. It's very long. He's working on a either a variant or maybe he will come out with a short version. He sent me a variant of it, of a shorter version that I really want us to try because I think it will tone the game down. It. Like I said, two and a half hours of this was long. It was very long. But but here's how I knew Gobby enjoyed it. When I said, when it was done, I was timing it. And I said, you know, it took us two and a half hours to play this game. And Gobby says, we played this for two and a half hours? Like, it didn't seem that long. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I know you were into it. I had no idea it was two and a half hours. And it's it's very fluid. It's very... (laughs) Fluids. uh, (laughs) There is fluids in it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a weird game. It's certainly something odd. It's a dark theme if you're gothic, (laughs) if you enjoy dark themes. What are you saying? It's like, (laughs) if you like Billie Eilish, (laughs) you will enjoy this game. Are you in the Insane Clown Posse? (laughs) ICP. ICP. If you like Billie Eilish, ICP, you will enjoy it. It's... it's, I really like this game. What? Big firm. Are you joined the Insane Clown Posse? Tell me now. It's good. It's 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 a good game. It's all right. So let me tell you how I'm a hero. There was this one time there's this guy in our fire department. 
that was a diver. He dove, as okay. in he would scuba dive. He's the one that got me into scuba diving. And this car fell off this bridge. Long story short, we were looking for this vehicle that reportedly fell off a bridge in the rain thunderstorm that was going on that we didn't even know if this information was correct. Somebody you know that's co- what happened in Smallville. That's like how Clark found legs. Okay, so like... I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I don't want uh, Smallville. Anyways, this was reported. We never could find it. Long story short. Wait, wait. So a car fell off a bridge. Y'all went to search for the car. You could not find it. We couldn't find it. And then as we were calling it off, of course, one of our volunteers happened to be a little more diligent. He saw what he thought was a tire sticking up out of the water. Wow. So in this rainstorm, which I hate water. I'm terrible at swimming. I don't like being in the water. As does Bruce. As does Bruce. Uh, me and several other firemen went down this hill, and one of them jumped into the river, swam underwater, went into a vehicle, and pulled a woman out of the vehicle. Wow. Like superhero type wow. stuff. Like something that, and it was like one of these things of like, he literally saved this woman's life. That's amazing. And I just happened to be there. Offering encouragement, I guess. <laughs> you can do it. So by the time it got, it got, you know, it got, you know, so it got spread around. Like there was more things that took place that, uh, long story short, they like decided that we were all heroes. And it, it wasn't this, this guy was a hero. You were the David Dunn of the show. Yes, I was there. I happened to be there. I'm so, here, but I'm allergic to water. <laughs> yes. And so later it was like the woman really remembered me i don't know why she why? remembered me i guess because he dove in and drug her out and then yeah, it's first like, thing she saw was you i was the paramedic it was like are you all right something's broken blah 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 wow. and i was kind of more bombastic and so this guy was really more sedate and mr just, boombastic yes and so when it was over she was like oh yeah these guys saved my life and she just remembered all of us wow. and so like She's talking about all of us and everyone's like, how's it feel to be a hero? And like the guy who actually jumped into the water was like, well, I was just kind of, you know, all I did was just kind of go under. I just kind of did what I think. I just swam underneath and then I went through the window. I did what I needed to do. And they're like, so what do you think? I was like, yeah, well, you know, every day you wake up, you put your pants on. You think, you know, today's day will save a life. You know, it's like like I was the guy that literally just stood by and watched. But yet I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a hero. Every day. Every day. Every day. I don't need another hero. That's a good food fire song. Hero. That's uh, another. It's a Tina Turner song as well. I love Tina Turner. I My dad loved enough. Tina Turner. <laughs> Who doesn't love Tina Turner? Steamy windows. She's highly attractive, and she's eighty years old. <laughs> and you dated yourself once again. <laughs> we're old enough to think that Tina Turner was attractive. <laughs> uh, that Simpsons were good. Uh, this is the Board Game Snobs podcast. We need five stars on iTunes if you use an iPhone. Rate us if you have an Android. Super what does Android do? I don't know. I don't have one. Uh, if you don't have if you don't have an iPhone, take they your, take over the world as far as Terminator's concerned. Go use Skynet, get on Reddit, and talk about us because we really need more people to listen to this podcast. Talk about us the more first. people that listen to us, the more joy we spread in the world, and yes. we're heroes. We don't need another hero. This is Jerry. This is Gabby. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.